there was a question <coughs> that had to do with um, wanting some clarification on the nature of delusion and uh, the comment that there was easier to see of the functioning or the manifestation of the energies of grasping or greed, clinging, and of aversion, resistance. But the, the delusion was, was harder to sort of get a sense for, for that, that aspect of our experience, how this manifests, how this shows up. And this really goes to the, to the heart of, of things here in terms of what we're doing. And, um, and you could say sort of the dilemma of the human condition that we find ourselves in. And when the Buddhist said, uh, I think one of us made reference to this, this uh, what's said that the, the Buddha, <coughs> uh, after his awakening, surveyed the world and saw beings trying to find happiness or satisfaction and at the same time doing the very thing that uh, led them to be in s struggle and stress and suffering. And, and this really, this question about the nature of delusion is really at the heart of that. It's if that weren't the case, if there wasn't a confusion, a, a misguided way of looking at things, then beings wouldn't do the very thing that would cause them to suffer. They so there's that lack of clear seeing that mis, mis, uh, mistaken view, you could say. So I think it's, it's, it's important to, um, when addressing this question, you know, we talk about greed, hatred, and delusion, different words we use for those, to describe those kinds of energetic movements of mind as lying at the root of suffering. And I think it's important when we speak of these that we, we, s we understand that these are misguided or you could say deluded attempts to deal with what Andrea was speaking about today and of the impermanent, unreliable, and, and um, uncontrollable nature of experience. Those energies are, are a deluded attempt to deal with that. So for example, so there's delusion manifesting and apparent within all of these energies. So, so the nature of delusion, the reason it's hard to see is because that's its nature. <laughs> you, if, you, if you're not seeing clearly, it's hard to see clearly. <laughs> <laughs> delusion, it's the nature of the beast. But for example, there's delusion that is operating in the energy of greed or grasping in that it, the deluded, part of that is the idea that holding on to that which is falling away, which is impermanent, or trying to get a pleasant, a transient pleasant experience to stay, will lead to, is a, is a reliable strategy for, for a, a kind of contentment or a lasting satisfaction or happiness. So there's a deluded energy that, that is operating there, or the delusion that is operating or uh, constellated within the uh, aversion or resistance or hatred is the idea that that, that trying to get rid of or push away that which w is unpleasant or uh, that we don't want is a reliable strategy for some kind of lasting satisfaction or happiness. 
So so these things are are operating the, the diluted and mis and not seeing clearly is is operating within all of those energies that's there at the root of everything. It's delusion that is at the root of of what Andrea was addressing in her talk today that takes that which is not permanent to be permanent. To have some kind of a lasting ongoing existence it 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 sees sees things in a in a confused way and and doesn't see the the changing incredibly rapidly changing nature of things and 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 looks for permanence or ascribes some kind of ongoingness or st- or stability or solidity there it's delusion that would take that which is not reliable because it's impermanent to be reliable or to be capable of providing uh, some kind of lasting satisfaction. It's delusion that um, ascribes some ongoing or continuous existence to something which is uh, to, to ascribe thingness or solidity to that which is essentially just a process, an ongoing process, an arising and passing process, a a flow of causation, you could say, that that puts uh, some core, (laughs) some, some thing or a self at the heart of that, that it feels that way, it feels like there is. So it's the, the not saying clearly that says, well, it must be there if it feels that way and doesn't and oh it's doesn't see the fact that oh it's we're ascribing that ongoing or um inherent existence to something which is just a process that arises and passes that's a flow of process so i'll start there and see if you want to uh, uh follow on from that in in some way So the thing that comes to mind is that, yes, uh, delusion in its nature is hard to see. And this is where I, I try touched into this at the end of the talk a little bit that when we for moments have clear seeing for moments even even just for you know a few seconds we understand oh right this is not controllable that uh, that delusion of controllability falls away in that moment, in that release of that confusion, that delusion, well, one of the things that happens there is there's so there's there's actually quite a bit of release. There's a there's often a, a a lot of peace of ease that's felt as the mind lets go of its resistance to this nature. You know, it resists that uncontrollability. And in the letting go of that, there's, it's like we come into alignment with that truth and it's like, oh, the system, the system goes yes to that. And so even though it may be experiencing or touching into something that f- our minds would tell us is 
difficult or unpleasant or challenging. The system aligns itself with that nature and it releases and relaxes around that. And in that moment, there's wisdom. And yet, as I said, this this condition for this wisdom to be happening is mostly impermanent. And so the conditions for being confused come back. And so the delusion returns. We go back to trying to control, even within the space of a very short time. In the sitting, I was watching this process, sitting with some um, some discomfort and pain and watching the mind resist and push and then recognizing that's trying to control the this that which is uncontrollable. The mind would relax, there would be ease, and then it would come back. The resistance, it's such a habit that the delusion is a powerful habit of mind. And so we can't take that personally either. And so as we see the the wisdom, as the wisdom reveals or clears the delusion, let's say, when the delusion comes back, there's the possibility now of knowing it as delusion in the moment. That's when we can really start saying or recognizing to ourselves, oh, that's delusion at work. So it's, it's no longer hard to see because we've seen the absence of delusion. Now it's hard to turn it off, you know? It's hard to say, oh, I know differently. You know, it's, 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 it's not that we can, at that moment, seeing that it's delusion, it's not necessarily that the delusion vanishes in that moment. But what in that moment we get to do is see, oh yes, this is delusion. The mind believes this is controllable. In my own experience, that's what I was noticing. So, oh, believing this is controllable is happening. Believing that resisting is helpful is what's happening. And in hanging out with that for a little while, that let go and back to the place of, oh yeah, aligned with uncontrollability. Ease, relaxation, peace. Whoop, the habit came back. Oh, that's delusion at work. And so the delusion is hard to see and yet the practice begins to reveal non-delusion. And then we can see delusion. I hope that makes some sense. Uh, it's uh, a little hard to describe, but uh, yeah. We're not going to take questions in the hall. Um, uh, let's see if there's anything more. Um, I guess mostly an encouragement to just be in awe of this mind. And and as Greg said, I loved the way he began that, you know, the strategies of greed, aversion, and delusion are basically misguided attempts to find happiness and peace. 
And so we are, our system wants to move towards happiness and peace, but just fundamentally misunderstands the direction. And so this whole practice is is an exploration of beginning to realign that wish for happiness and peace with the nature of reality. We don't have to either jettison the wishes for peace and ease and happiness or deny the reality. It's like our heart stretches to hold both the wish for happiness and ease and peace and the nature of impermanent, unreliable, out of control. And there is a, a measure of, more than a measure, the sense of release, peace, ease that comes with this alignment with the truth. I guess we should stop there.